Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. We are gonna be using the model that we talked about yesterday, CTFAR, circumstance, thought, feeling, action, results. Anything that happens in our life is a circumstance. And then we have a thought about it. And that thought is where we get our feelings from. And our feelings are what drive our actions. And then our actions are where we get our results from, right? And we think, oh my gosh, this is so simple. Why am I still struggling, right? Because so often when we have a situation, our brain gets completely confused about what's going on and starts making up stories, right? And so that's what I'm here to help you with. So we are going to start with Janelle first tonight. And then we will go to Annette after. All right. So Janelle, you can unmute Hello. yourself. Hello. Hello, friend. How are you? I'm fantastic. Because, you know, I was like all day, I'm like, she's going to choose me first. <laughs> See? Yes. Your thoughts give your results every time. It's like I yeah. knew. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, Janelle, tell me what I can help you with tonight. Um, and that's super funny because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I want her to help me with. And so maybe I should cancel and maybe I should. And like, oh. I was doing the spiral and I'm like, and that is why I'm just going to shut it down. And I'm going to walk in here because it doesn't matter what I think. Cause she's just going to ask me something and something weird is going to pop out of my mouth. Anyway, here's the um, best news ever though. You don't ever have to come prepared for coaching. You can show up and you can be like, I'm doing great. I don't have anything to be coached on and I will find something for you. <laughs> well, we had our coaching, we had a coaching call the last go round. And honestly, by the end of it, I was almost in tears, not because like you made me cry, but I was like, I was so connected to where we were going. And I was like, okay, so that could happen tonight. That's exciting. Um, want to pick up off of that model that we yeah. already did for you? Yeah, we definitely can. Okay. Tell me what our circumstance was. Um, well, the concept in general that we were working with was the idea of protecting myself from success and feeling alone. Tell and that us was a little, sort of, tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, kind of through some of this stuff, I realized that that as Emily and I were talking, um, there just seemed to be this weird, like but why am I not? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not going forward? And I just had this moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm actually protecting myself from being successful. And so when we went into that more, it really came down to the whole um, being alone thing. Um, and you, I think you understand this too, because like you and I, I think are both only children. And I kind of wondered about that piece for myself as well. Um, but I've really been trying to work through the idea that everything is 50, 50. Like even if I am alone in my success, there is good and there is bad in that. And I can accept that. And so now I think where I'm at is 
I understand the concept of it being 50-50, good and bad, not expecting 80-20 good, even though I am a very positive person. I can accept the 50% bad, but now it's moving from that thought of the, of like, I understand it to pass the paralysis to move forward into it. So So. what Janelle is talking about here is this 50, 50. And I'm so excited because my drawing board is supposed to be here any day. The big notepad came, but I'm still waiting on the easel to hold it for me. So I'm showing you this here, but we're going to get so professional this week. You're not even going to know what to do with yourselves. All right. So 50-50, life is 50-50. 50% of the time you have positive emotions. 50% of the time you have negative emotions. And there's no way around making that pie look any different. doesn't matter if it's about your business if it's about your family, if it's about your relationship with your spouse or whatever, life is always going to be 50-50. So emotions like relief, joy, happiness, hope, those are all on the positive side. Emotions like anxiety, shame, fear, self-loathing, those are all on the negative side. We don't like them. They make us uncomfortable. We want to get out of them. And so oftentimes what we will do in those situations is we will do something called buffering. Buffering is how we, our smartest brain ever, avoids discomfort, a negative emotion. It's like, no, 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 this could make us die. Let's do something else that makes us happy. And we think we're jumping here to the happy side, but we're not. When we buffer and we avoid negative emotion, We are going out here into what I call outer darkness. And outer darkness is where we clean the house to make us feel better, avoid talking to people, criticize other people, um, get our nails done so we don't have to send messages in our business, whatever it might be. Buffering is where we do things out here to avoid feeling the negative emotion that's coming up for us in any situation. And we think it's getting us over here, but really it's pushing us out into more negativity. And the only way, and this is what Janelle is talking about, the only way to get from here back to positive emotion is to process the negative emotion by sitting in it, sitting with it, allowing it, is to go through what we call the river of misery. And the river of misery is the processing of our emotions, especially the negative ones, right? And that's how we get go back and forth between positive and negative. And something that's really interesting about buffering <coughs> is that in our society, we sort of have this idea that we should just always feel happy and that it's better to feel happy, that we should feel happier, that if we're feeling negative, there must be something wrong with us. And we should just not sit in the negative for too long because we just need to like have positive thoughts, right? And yes, I believe in positive thinking. Yes, I believe in having positive thoughts. However, If you're using positive thinking to avoid allowing the negative emotion when it comes, 
and you're missing out on half the human experience. And that's what Janelle is talking about. So she's talking about having this aha moment in one of our other coaching calls where I taught her about the 50-50 experience that life is 50% positive, 50% negative, just like your marriage, just like your relationship with your kids, just like your ability to have a relationship with God. 50% of the time you're like, yes, awesome. The other 50% of the time you're like, divorce sounds pretty good right now. Not sure if I made the right choice with you. I didn't even know a human could chew that loud. Like, how is this even happening right now? Right? Just me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. All of us. Because life is 50-50. So Janelle is working on this belief around success. Do you have an example that you can share with us where this is coming up for you still? So where I'm finding things now is I did, I did like an awesome brain dump after our last call about like a big impact was kind of my, my middle, like I want to make a big impact and what that looks like. And so I've just started brain dumping helps my ADD. And now I've got this beautiful thing and I am like frozen to action. Like now it's like, okay, so now I need to find that need, like, and need probably isn't the right word, but like that, the fire in your belly to get things done. Right. I just find everything like starts, starts to constipate my action because it's like, like the funnel gets constipated, right? I've got all of the thoughts. I am a thinker. I am a dreamer. I'm a big picture girl. And I need to get better. I need to lift my leadership lid on the action part and not get so dang overwhelmed that everything just like, it just all kind of sits in a pile of dirty laundry in my brain. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And what I heard you say was you did a brain dump. Mm -hmm. When was that last week? Yep. Did a brain dump last week. And you thought, I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm not crossing the river to action. Like there's something. And, and I, I even did like a clarification of my why and like, why do I want to grow in my business? Like it's beyond the, it's beyond diamond. It needs to be a really, really deep intrinsic why. And I have that and five levels deep. And it's the the paralysis of just moving forward. What were some of the things on your brain dump? Um, so, ooh, um, t- depends on, it's quite a web. Um, so I've got like, uh, intentional visibility everywhere in my team page, in my, uh, leader page, um, in our potential group on my personal social media pages, um, graphics, um, clear branding, clear thoughts, um, moving everybody forward. Recognize. That's like an eighth of the page. <laughs> There's a lot happening in my brain. Just, can you just read off a few more like a, other yeah. examples just of like what's on there? Yep. Um, so then there's um, personal growth, industry, health, and leadership, team development systems, focused guidance, um, chats, clean those up more quality level one enrollments, 
physical touches with those people, graphics for clarity for new people, systems, impact-driven onboarding, the $400 financial conversation with each person. Yeah. That's... And these are all the actions you want to be taking. Yes. That's what I feel like is going to bring me to that big impact. Mm-hmm. And so then I feel like, yeah, if I really wanted the big impact, mm-hmm. I, it would be easier to do, right? Why aren't you taking those steps right now? I feel like when you were talking about that peripheral, whatever you called it on the outside, buffering, that like the buffering, I feel like that is like has the strongest pull to me, although I have not gotten my nails done. I feel like I have like the strongest pull to all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I had a coach once that said, you're not allowed to think until you act for 45 minutes. <laughs> Because I will get stuck in just the thinking about it and worrying about the details and needing to know all of the things about each step before I'm even able to progress. Why do you do that? Because I feel like I have to know all the answers before I move on. Do you have to know the answers? No, I don't. Like, Why not? I know it, but I don't. Because action, regardless of the size of the action, is better than inaction any day. Mm -hmm. So when you think I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action, what is the feeling that comes up for you? I think I don't want to be wrong, but what is the feeling that comes up for you when you think I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action? Um, nausea. Nausea. Can we go to nausea again? I think that that was the fear of being alone was also nausea. It seems to be my hot button feeling. We can go to nausea. And when you feel nausea, where in your body do you feel it? Like upper tummy. Okay. And is it fast or slow? Waves. Waves. Okay. And what color is it? Green. Green? (laughs) Emerald green. There it is. There we are. Yeah. Okay. And when you feel that nausea, what do you, what do you do? You say you like to live in the land of buffering. I'm interested to know what those actions look like for you. Um, typically I'll leave my house or, um, I don't often clean. I wish that buffering would take me to cleaning. Um, yeah. Or like anything else sounds good. Although today I made myself stay home and try to face some of it. Although still then I was, yeah, I hate TV. And I even turned on the TV today. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So turned on TV, judged self, <laughs> stayed home, tried to resist the urge to buffer. I think all I did was like create new buffering things that I don't normally do. Like my mom had texted me. She's like, do you want to go here today? And I'm like, no, actually I can't. And yet still didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you sometimes will leave the house, but today when this happened, you stayed home, you turned on the TV, you judged yourself for doing that. You tried to resist the urge, but gave in anyway. Uh, did you do anything on your brain dump list? No. So avoided. I avoided things. I did connect with a couple people, but not enough 
to be how many people? Five. Messaged five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And avoided the rest of your brain dump list. Although I did, I did post on social. Like I did do a post on social and was trying to be real and vulnerable and visible because I didn't just want to be totally shut down. You didn't avoid your brain dump list. No, I guess I didn't avoid all of it. Which parts did you avoid? What part did I or didn't I? Did. Um, More intentional visibility in a few other places. I did do a post in my leader group and on my personal page, but there were two other ones I didn't. Um, I've got systems kind of hanging over my head and focused guidance. Uh, Didn't do any personal growth stuff. Um, Haven't had the $400 conversation with a few more people. need to work on. Yeah. The systems thing is kind of a big deal. What do you wish you would have done today? Um, I wish I would have connected with my new, uh, people from last month, uh, and made sure that I had the, the income opportunity conversation with them. Why didn't you do that today? I don't know. Let's take a guess. Because I was afraid of failure because I didn't want them to say no. Okay. That is the hard thing. Like they've already said yes. And it's like, okay. Really, we avoided the money talk. What did you call it? The $400 conversation. Avoided $400 conversation. Okay. And what was your result from all of this? feeling further behind than I feel like I was when I started. Mm -hmm. I take less action than I wanted. What do you think about that? Uh, I think that if I was one of my ambassadors telling me this, I'd be like, girl, you just got to get yourself moving. Like you just need to do it and doing it will make you feel like you're successful, even if it's hard, or even if you, even if it doesn't end up being the 50% positive, even if you take the 50% negative today, then you still did something. Does taking action make you feel like a success? Yes. But you took action today. Do you feel like a success today? I don't. It's kind of interesting what your brain is doing here, right? Yeah. Because you're like, if I was coaching myself, I would tell someone, girl, if you just took like a little action, you would feel a success. But your Mm -hmm. brain's like, you're such a liar. Because you took a little action today and your result was, I am failing. You think you are. Or I take less action than I wanted. 
Is that accurate? Yeah. So what's enough action to feel success for you? I don't know. Like, honestly, unless I had set the intention, which is probably where I misstepped initially, if I'd set my intention to find what would make me feel like a success in the day and decided that those were the things I was going to do rather than looking at the entire mountain of things that I've created in this massive brain dump, because I could not get all of these things done in a day. Where's, do you have a highlighter close by? I do. (laughs) Let's grab it. What are the things that you really want to do every day that you feel like would be enough action? Um, The intentional visibility um, in the four areas that I had mentioned. Okay. Um personal growth and like just 30 minutes, not like all the things. Cause I've got kind of three pockets of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think taking a step with um, an impact driven onboarding purpose filled thing with my newer people. Like there's a reason why I'm touching base with you. There is value I can add to you today. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's just something small, like, Hey, here's a water chart or, you know, something like that. Um, obviously not everyone every day. Cause I don't want them to think I'm crazy. Um, but doing something impact driven on with my new people. And I mean, I wouldn't daily have a money conversation with there's like eight people I brought on last month, but making sure that those conversations were done um, by the first half of the month, I think would be really great. Okay. Question for you. Can you make someone think something about you or can you prevent someone from thinking something about you? No, that's their choice. It's kind of interesting. Cause you just said, I wouldn't want them to think that I was crazy. <laughs> Like, I don't want to be talking to the same person every day for 30 days. I mean, like we could, but there would need to be some cat videos in there and not just like flexes. Some cat videos. Yeah. Okay. That's my go-to. <laughs> Let me bring us back here to, you did a brain dump last week and you wrote down all of the actions that you want to take. Mm-hmm. Did you ever define if you were going to take those every day or what was your protocol for how to achieve checking these off the list? I didn't have one. It was just sort of like, it was just a brain dump. And I was like, whoa, hey, there it is out all on paper. And that's a great, it's a beautiful map, Mm -hmm. right? But I have no, I didn't take the time to break it down into manageable, actionable steps. It's sort of like saying, I want to lose 30 pounds. And I'm going to write down all the foods that I'm going to eat, but I'm not going to assign it to a meal plan. Right. And then I don't know how to stay on protocol because I didn't make a plan. Mm -hmm. Right. I love, um, my husband's always saying this. He always says, 
when you fail to, what is, what is it? Now I can't even remember it. When you fail to plan, plan, plan plan to fail. Yeah. And I'm like, thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. I needed that right now. Thanks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so 50% negative. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So did a brain dump last week without a protocol, essentially. Mm -hmm. And your thought was, I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action. And the result that came from that is I took less action than I wanted. It's like I just created a new mountain. By what? By putting it out on paper. It wasn't all swimming in my head. Whereas my plan was to create clarity, but I didn't finish taking the steps. I just created another mountain. And your brain thinks that it's the mountain is on the paper. But where is the mountain? It's still in my brain. It's just in your thought. This one thought right here. I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action. Because when you choose that thought, you feel nausea. Mm -hmm. In your tummy, it's fast, it's green. And when you feel nausea, you leave the house. But this time you stayed home. And you turned on the TV and then you judged yourself for turning on the TV. Even though you tried to resist the urge, you still did it. You avoided doing certain things on the brain dump. You did message five, you posted on social, but you didn't have the $400 conversation. And the result of that is you took less action than you wanted. But I also see your brain here being really confused about what is enough action because there was no protocol set up from the beginning about what that was going to be each day. So what do you think needs to be done every day? I think that I would be more successful if before I went to bed, I decided on a, on a manageable number of things, even if it was just three things that I needed to do every day to feel successful. And what would those three things be? Um, being visible, um, impacting my new business builders, and personal growth. You're still avoiding the $400 conversation. Except if I say impacting my new business builders, I can rope that into the $400 or I can rope the $400 conversation into that. But do you think you're actually going to follow through on that? Where it's not if I don't have designed? it. Not ha- not if I don't have it outlined. No. It's kind right. of fascinating how you're still avoiding it even when you're making your protocol. What yep. do you think about what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's still fear of fear of failure. What happens if you fail? And I'm still alone. <laughs> or if they say no and I ask, then I'm still alone. Let's just say they say you ask and they say no. What happens? Nothing. Something happens. Your brain's trying to avoid it, like the plague. <clears throat> what happens if they say no? 
then they don't start to do the business. So what? Then mm, I just have a happy wholesaler and it's fine. I don't know. I feel like, oh, and I think that this has been a fear for me from the beginning with my business because I've done this for so long. Um, you camp on the last yes you had. They already said yes to me to start the product. And so if I don't ask them the $400 question and they don't say no, then we're still on the yes from the last time. But if I ask them and they say no, then that's turning me down and it's a negative, like, I don't want what you have. Which is just a thought you're having, is it not? Yeah. Oh, it's totally just a thought. Mm -hmm. Do you want to believe it? No. Why not? It doesn't serve me. Why not? It doesn't get it because it doesn't get me to the big impact. Mm -hmm. What gets you to the big impact? Is asking more questions and having more $400 conversations so that I know who I'm serving. Is there a certain amount of yeses that you need to make a big impact? No, but I need to give everyone the possibility. It's kind of like, I've said this so many times before. I'm sure you've heard it from your leaders as well. Count no's, not yeses. Mm -hmm. Switch to counting no's instead of counting yeses. Can I get 10 no's today? Mm -hmm. And it really contradicts this camp of yes that you're really committed to believing right now. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't believe that. <clears throat> Although it does sound like it's creating a problem for you with your ability to have the confidence to ask the question. What do you think? Well, it's certainly adding to my avoidance because currently they're a yes in my brain, right? Because the last question I asked them was a yes. Mm -hmm. And so um, I guess I need to... I need to... Is a yes always positive? No, because just because they say yes doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Is a no always negative? No, because just because they say no doesn't mean they won't. What is, what, what's the situation where a yes would be a negative? Um, they say yes, and then they do nothing. And it's still a negative, it's still a yes, but it's, it's not clear. Like it's, mm -hmm. they've said yes, but they have no intention of doing anything. What's the situation where no could be a positive? Um, I have a friend who told me, absolutely not. I'm not doing the business, but I'll take the product. And she is like one away from silver and she wants to go all the way. So sometimes no is a positive and sometimes yes is a negative. Yeah. But in your mind, you don't want to mess up the yes and get a no. Mm -hmm. I think that that's actually really intuitive, the messing up the yes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's what we call a false thought in thought coaching land. And it's a false thought that is getting in your way right now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it really has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I really can't mess up. But you're making it about you right now. I totally am. I because that. if you ask them and you get a no, you will feel what? Well, if I succeeded in not making it about me, which is possible, I think I would feel like there was more clarity and I might even feel encouraged because a seed was planted and I'd already had the conversation. And the issue... Let's just slow it down for a minute here. Because yes, in like a hypothetical perfect world when we have control over our thoughts, we could see it going that way. But right now, unintentionally, you are not sending the $400 conversation message. Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze, I think. No, no, it's just gonna be that horrible land in between. (laughs) My eyes are watering. Okay. Um, You're avoiding the $400 conversation because you don't want it to turn into a no because you want them to stay in camp. Yes. Those are the words that you used, right? Camp. Yes. I got that right. Camp. Yes. And, and in your mind, camp, no is a negative place to be, but you also know That's your like primitive brain back here. Your prefrontal lobe is also correcting you as you're saying it out loud. And you're like, but I have examples of when a no turned into a yes. And I planted a seed and that was great too. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're still not wanting to do the $400 conversation question. And you're leaving it out of your daily protocol because you want to avoid Feeling what when they say no? Um, like I don't want them to turn me down. I don't want to. Why be not? Because I want to be accepted. What are you going to feel? What emotion are you going to feel if they say no? Probably sad. Mm-hmm. Because I've already thought in my mind about all of the wonderful things that this person could be. Mm-hmm. Right. So disappointed, but. I don't know, like truly, I'm not even sure how disappointed I would feel. Like, I think I would say you might feel disappointed. Is there a worse feeling that you might feel other than disappointed or sad? Nauseous. Nauseous. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Could possibly feel the nausea, which you're already feeling right now Mm -hmm. by the thought I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the worst thing that could happen is you could feel a vibration in your body called an emotion. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So why are you not asking the $400 question? It's a good question. I mean, I can fool myself into thinking that it is about how I ask it. And if I don't have the right words, then they won't say the right answer. 
right? Like if, if only I were to, can we control people? No. But even now your brain's like, well, if I said the right thing, then I could control their answer. If I was clear enough, maybe they would understand it. It would change. <laughs> then I could avoid, then I could avoid feeling a negative emotion. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So all of this that's happening is because you're trying to avoid feeling a negative emotion, right? So you're part of your buffering is doing anything but asking, but having the $400 conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. So buffering is sometimes buffering is getting your brain dump list done. If you think about it, because Mm -hmm. you're posting on social media and you're like, yep, that makes me feel good. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to message five and I know the response I'm going to get from those five. So they're easy. So I'll do them. Mm -hmm. And, um, now oops, time's up. Better move on to something else. What's coming up for you here? I feel like the times in my business I've been the most successful has been when I have intentionally done things that make me feel incredibly uncomfortable. And if I'm not doing a check-in and saying, did that make me feel uncomfortable or was that happy feeling? If it's a happy feeling, usually it's not the right thing. It's kind of and that $400 conversation is the uncomfortable. Yeah. But, but here's, what's true. It's 50, 50. Mm -hmm. So 50% of the time, the right thing's going to feel really good. And the other 50% of the time, the right thing's going to feel negative. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is the cool thing about thought coaching. I believe that you have all the answers. And you come to me, Emily, tell me the answers. And I'm like, you already have all the answers, right? So what's the answer to your problem here? I think, I think making clear, actionable steps that start with the big, the big, uncomfortable, scary, the eating the frog, right? There's a reason that there's that moniker eating the frog first Mm -hmm. because I will feel so successful if I actually have those conversations that doing the rest of the things will seem easy. Do you believe you'll feel successful having those conversations? I do actually. What did, what defines success? The fact that they've been had, like the action has been taken and it's no longer in my hands. So is it possible that when you look at your brain dump that you did, you could look at it and you could think what about it? I could think, like, I could think that it was positive. Like what? Possible. Like, like it isn't a mountain that it's actually something that can be, that can be conquered how through small actionable steps that are intentional so i can conquer this 
through small steps. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that? If I can put the steps down, yes. If I make the time to do it, then yes. Do you want to do that? Yes, I do. Why? Because I want to make a big impact. And I feel like this is like my formula to do it. So what if when you look at your brain dump from last week and you say, this is my formula that I can achieve through small steps. Mm -hmm. Any nausea coming up there? It's fine if there is. I want to know if there is. No, I actually, I don't. What feeling comes up there when you think that thought? Um, I feel excited. I feel empowered. Um, And like I have a more clear direction. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, I really would love to make a big impact. And it's sort of like just out there. It feels more locked in. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes total sense. What I want to know is when you look at it and you have that memorized thought come up, I've got this big, beautiful thing and I'm frozen from action. What are you going to do then? Break it down into small, actionable steps. You could even just go, shh, we've got this. You just, you just stay right there. Just wait right there. I'm going to back to you in a minute. Big mountain, hang tight. Right now, shh, one small step. How do you climb a mountain? Yeah, one step at a time. So what if your new thought is, I can climb this mountain one step at a time. And the way we change the habit and change the thought (coughs) is when we hear ourselves choose, I've got this big, beautiful thing. I'm frozen from action. We can go, shh, I can climb this mountain one step at a time. And then our prefrontal lobe gets to do one thing and we could make a protocol for ourselves that the first thing we always do is send a $400 conversation message before we do anything else. Ooh, that would be something. Sort of like how right now you post on social media. Check it off. What if you post the $400 conversation question first? Mm -hmm. You're like, yep, got to do that first. And you feel the urge to leave the house, turn on the TV, judge self. And you're like, resist the urge. Did you know that if you resist the urge to buffer 100 times, you will begin to not need the buffer anymore? Mm -hmm. Scientifically proved in your brain, you resist the urge to buffer 100 times 
and you will not have the desire to buffer anymore. I did this last year with peanut butter and chocolate chips because I needed them every night after I put my kids to bed during COVID, or I was sure I was going to die. I knew it. My body was going to just, did you guys ever see the tremor movie where they like come out and eat you from the ground? (laughs) Tremors were going to come out and eat me on the couch. I was sure of it. So I was like, I have to go get the chocolate and peanut butter. And I'd sit on the couch and I'd be like, Again, I gotta have it or I'm gonna die. I'm not gonna sleep. Right. And then I just started being like, I'm gonna prove to you, body, that I'm not gonna eat this and I'm totally gonna wake up in the morning. You just watch. I haven't eaten after eight o'clock in like eight months. I don't even crave it anymore. At that time of day, it was the time of day that was the problem, right? You've got this, Janelle. You're doing awesome work, seriously. Okay, Annette, you're up next. What can I help you with? Oh, you're muted. It's the shirt. You're on mute. The shirt of 2020. You're on mute. Yeah. Okay. You, can you hear me now? Now we can hear you. Okay. Very good. I didn't know if you were muting me or I was doing it. Okay. Um, so I am, um, I am a senior gold ambassador thanks to a momentum movement that I watched of you, Emily, and you gave me some great ideas. And I, I always think of you because I pushed to get that done and I got it done and I've kind of, Congratulations. That was, thank you. That was like May of 2020. And since then I've kind of gone up and back and, you know, back and forth in points. And I've had people quit before, but this summer I had a good friend quit and there was kind of a lot going on this summer. And I just was like, you know, this would be so much easier if I would just take my supplements and just not share and kind of sit back in my little corner, (laughs) in my little world. And then I've kind of been stuck ever since then, to be honest, I haven't I haven't done the things that I know to do. Um, I feel sometimes like no one wants to hear what I have to say, like what I have to say isn't as important as what that diamond has to say or that emerald has to say. Um, And it's really hard for me. I get stuck like in my husband's emotions and things that go on and I, it's hard for me to be my own cheerleader a lot of times. So when your good friend quit, Uh you thought this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. Yes. And how did that make you feel? Um, Like I would just, like I was giving up. It didn't make me feel good. I did. Um, kind of defeated, really. Mm -hmm. And what did you do? I texted my, um, I think I voice texted my, the person who sponsored me and I told her that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 
I mean, I kind of felt sorry for myself for a while and I was kind of upset for a while. And um, that's what I did immediately. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in. Yes. Yes. Felt sorry for self, texted upline, told her. Mm -hmm. What else did you do that day? Anything else? Um, I, I did text that my friend who was thinking about quitting, you know, reasons not to, or, re, um, I'm not necessarily reasons not to, I, how did I put it? I think I just sort of, um, I was trying to give her information about, you know, oh, I know I was asking her, um, her specific routine. I said, tell me exactly what you've been taking and when. So she's going to quit the business or she's going to quit the products? Just quit the products is all. Okay. I don't really have many runners. I've gotten a senior gold kind of by myself and it's been hard. Good friend quit the products. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you tried to convince your friend to not quit. Essentially. Yeah. By asking about regiment. Yes. And offering suggestions. Yes. To stay consistent and, um, you know, that you don't see the results unless you take the products consistently. And, um, and you did this when you felt defeated. I did. Yeah. Anything else you did that day? Um, I don't remember. I, I, anything you didn't do. I didn't do any of my normal IPA that I normally do. And I haven't for a long time. Avoided IPA. I I think I just mainly felt sorry for myself. <laughs> and I was kind of mad at her. <laughs> How come? Why? Well, because I just know that these, these can work and... Um, she just wasn't taking them the way that she needed to. And I just know that they can work. So you judged friend. Yes. Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. Any um, questioning of self that maybe you didn't support? Oh, her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So judged self. Questioned. Self. Anything else? I don't think so. And what came from all that? A lot of inactivity. <laughs> you know, just more judgment of yourself and, and inactivity and, and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting here. <clears throat> Good friend quit the products you thought this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. You felt defeated. Mm -hmm. You texted your upline, told her, felt sorry for self, tried to convince friend to not quit by asking about regimen, offering suggestions, avoided IPA, judged friend, judged self, questioned self. Is that easier than sharing the products? (laughs) No, no. So you sort of, I, I didn't look at it that way, but no, it's not. I made job less easy. 
Yeah. Or I made more work for self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. And I'd probably do that a lot if, if I'm honest in all in areas. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, seeing that, then I think, well, here's what, here's what I'm thinking. I should be a, a, my own better cheerleader. And then I wouldn't have done that. And then it wouldn't have been hard for me. Right. Cause let's beat ourselves up. That will for sure make us feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of interesting how we like jump to shame and judgment of ourself. Mm -hmm. When we see what we're doing, then we're like, oh, right. Okay. So let's beat myself up. Let's shame and blame myself. For sure, we need to be punished for having a human brain. Yeah. Should your business be um, easy 100% of the time? No, it should not. What should it be? It probably should be the 50-50 that you talk about. Could be. But it, and it's hard. It's hard when, when it's in a, you know, kind of a downhill slope and it's slower. Then Thought. it's hard to trust that that's the 50-50 that, that it is. Right. But that's just a thought you're having, right? Yeah. 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 I, I hate it when my husband comes in and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I had four people lined up. <clears throat> I thought for sure they were going to sign up for the sale. I'm never going to sign anyone else up again. And he goes, you know, that's just a thought, right? <laughs> I'm like, you're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sit and be miserable and tell myself and catastrophize that I'm never gonna enroll anyone ever again. Mm -hmm. And then futurize that because of this, see, this will never happen for me. And in the future, anyone that I sign up, they're gonna quit too. So why should I even share? Why should I even sign anyone up when they all just quit anyway? I think I did have those thoughts. <laughs> of yeah. course you did. Yeah. Right? And then your brain's like, yeah, we shouldn't feel this way. Shame mm -hmm. on you, blame you, judge you. But is it possible that it's totally normal to think that because you failed in the past that you might fail again in the future? Yeah. And is it possible that failing is actually a step towards success? Yes, I read about, yeah, I read that all the time, yes. But here your brain is showing us mm -hmm. that a failure is a failure. And if you fail, it would just be easier to stop. Yeah. But is it easier? No, it's not. Why not? <coughs> because it's just, it, um, because of everything that I did, I can see that it's not easier, right? I mean, it's... Um, Your prefrontal lobe sees it 100%. Yeah. 
You're yeah. like, yep, makes yeah. sense. And I that's usually you. what happens. I can see it. I yes. Yep. So what's stopping you? I don't know. That's a good question. I know you're not supposed to say, I don't know. Let's just take a guess. (laughs) What she's talking about is you're not allowed to say, I don't know to me because it shuts down your brain and limits your ability to have creative thinking. And so instead, if you ever say to me, I don't know, I'm going to say, let's just take a guess. And that's going to re- and reenact your brain and you're going to be like, oh yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Let's just take a guess. So ask the question again. So well, that no, I, I can... forgot the question. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is it easier to just quit and not share? You said, no, my brain realizes it it's possible that it could be harder to do it the way I'm doing it. And so I said to you, why? I, I, I'm stuck on, I'm, I'm stuck because I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess part of me can say, yeah, it would be easier to quit because then it's just, you know, you don't have to put yourself out there. You don't have to. easier about quitting? Um, not being rejected, not putting yourself out there. That's probably easier. Not experiencing a feeling is easier. Yeah. What kind of a feeling? Rejection. Um, disappointment. Disappointment. So just negative emotions. Well, in my mind right now, that's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, you believe that it would just be easier to not do this business because then you would avoid all negative emotion. I think so. I'm kind of, I'm stuck. I see what- Is that true? You're going to avoid all negative emotions. No, no, of course not. No, of course not. Right. But our brain. Yeah. I see you thinking that here. Yeah. Your primitive brain. Okay. The prefrontal lobe is like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But your, your primitive brain is like, oh, we could die. Abort, 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 abort. Get us out. It's this business that's the problem. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Have you ever experienced positive emotion in your Plexus business? Yes, a lot. When? Um, I, in, <clears throat> in June, I signed up a young gal who was, who's 20. And um, I, I, all, I learned from you in Momentum Movement to always ask everybody, Um, and I just throw it out there, you know, um, if I could show you how to, um, make 1100 to $1,300 by the end of August, would you want to know more? And she said, yes. And we, and then, so I said, okay, are you listening to this, Janelle? 
Janelle, are you listening to this? Okay, keep going in that. I just want to make sure. I ask, I ask everybody, Janelle. I just, I just throw it out there, but I'm not saying, you know. Um, and she said yes. Now she, we, I said, okay, here's the next step. I said, um, I offered to do um, a, a 15 minute Zoom, not a 15 minute Zoom, a 15 minute messenger event. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wasn't sure about that right away. So I said, put together a list of. 20 to 25 people. And she did, she got me a list of 25 people and I just did it in baby steps, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we got one person signed up from, from her post. She, she put a post out also, mm-hmm. and that was really exciting. And she really, then she did message all 25 of those people, but, and then got really discouraged. And so, but it was exciting that she said, yes, it was, I don't have very many, I ask everybody, but I don't have very many people say yes. Um, that part doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me at all. If somebody tells me no, that they didn't want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something very positive that happened. And it was really exciting. And what did you think about that whole experience? That was really positive and it was exciting or was there another thought that you had there? I was excited. And then a part of me was like, um, I, I, I so wanted it for her and I still do want it for her. Um, and a part of me, I mean, a part of me just wondered, will it really happen? So you were thinking like, I want this for her and is it possible? Yes. Yeah. Did you believe it was possible for her if she did the work? Yes. So you were, you were thinking if I, if I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but were you thinking something like, this is so exciting and this is so possible for her? Yes, I really was. Yes. And the feeling that you got from that was what? That I wanted to take more action and I wanted to, um, the feeling, the feeling. Okay. The feeling, um, I was happy, mm-hmm. um, confident, mm-hmm. Um, excited, um, feel, you know, just feeling like there's possibilities, you know, like that maybe it will, it will happen. It might, maybe, maybe this is my one person that can run with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really... Your good friend that quit the products isn't even the circumstance here. Maybe not. What happened is, is someone takes the products, right? Mm -hmm. Or someone quits the product. We don't even have to say good friend because actually that was a mistake on my part of allowing that in the circumstance line because good friend is not neutral. Right. You're right. Right. The circumstance line has to be totally neutral, unemotional, and absent of thoughts that we can prove in a court of law. So you just say this person I know. Person takes products. Yeah. Person stops taking products. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. One person stops taking products. One person starts taking products. Yes. Either way, it's neutral. Right. Mm-hmm. In one situation, you think this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. Mm-hmm. 
In the other situation, someone takes the products and you think, this is so exciting and it's possible. What's the difference? I deem one negative and one positive, right? I think one, um, maybe there is no difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. One person is essentially <laughs> stopping and one is starting. Um, What's the difference know. between the two? My thoughts. <laughs> yes. I See, thought. Your, see, and your brain was like, because one's better than the other. No. Oh, my word. No, one isn't better <laughs> than the other. Yes. Yeah. Your thoughts are the difference. Yeah. That's it. The only yeah. difference is the thought you chose in each situation. Right. Yeah. What's coming up for you right now? Um, that I need to be a better cheerleader for myself. <laughs> See, but then I'm like judging myself and getting what feeling is being... coming up for you in that moment where you had the realization where you're like, it's my thoughts. Oh my gosh, it's so simple. Um, awareness, I guess. Is that a feeling? Awareness, just really aware. Yeah. Awareness. Yeah. Awareness of what? That I'm in more control than I think I am. This is where you take all your power back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That I'm, that I can do it. Yeah. Why are you choosing the thought? This would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. Um, I don't know, Emily. I don't know. Let's figure it out. Let's take a guess. Okay. Um, why are you choosing the thought? This would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. And you have all the answers. You already know the answer to this. Why am I choosing that thought? Yeah. Um, I I felt defeated that day. So I guess that's why I chose the thought. Mm -hmm. What does feeling defeated allow you to do? Feel sorry for myself. What else? (laughs) Um, Not take any action. What else? Um, Make an excuse for why she quit. Laura says it takes the connection away. Okay. It does the do connection that. Takes the connection away, meaning what? You have to, I'm drawn. A... Takes connection away from self. Takes connection away from lots of things, right? The thing that, <coughs> the thing that, that what I was seeing is it allows you to hide. Yeah. Yeah. You choose the thought. This would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. I feel defeat. Why would I choose that? Because it allows you to hide. Maybe. I don't know. You only know the answer to that. What I'm wondering is, is if it allows you to hide. Makes you feel better about quitting. Teresa offered. Maybe there were some, you know, there were some other things that were going on at that time. And so maybe that was, maybe I did just want to hide and kind of just not be seen and. um, Could be. We don't know. 
Yeah. What I want to focus on here is when you choose this thought, this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. The result it gives you is what? Um, I mean, nothing really that positive. I hurt me. Okay. Could be one of them. I hurt me. I made job less easy. I made more work for self. What do you see as the result from all of this? Well, I I do. When you said I hurt me, that that resonated with me. I feel like I I feel like that's probably what I'm doing is hurting me for some reason that I feel that that's okay to do. Mm-hmm. Is it? Well, no, not really. Sometimes we hurt ourselves, right? Yeah. Anything wrong with that? Well, no, I guess not. It doesn't feel good, but no. Could just be the 50-50. Yeah. Sometimes I hurt me. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. But do I want to continue to believe that this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share? No. What do you want to believe? That there are, and I do believe this, there are people out there who need what we have, and that's why I share. Mm-hmm. And when you think that, what do you feel? Hope. Mm-hmm. Feel better, feel good, I feel hopeful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from that place, do you think you're going to text your upline and tell her how you don't want to share anymore or no. feel sorry for self? No. Avoid IPA, judge friend, judge self, question self. No, no. it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is why, this is the crazy part, you guys. This is the crazy part, right? Is you know the actions to take. Janelle knows the actions to take and she's not taking them. And so she's like, it must be because I just need to be more strict with myself. Right. Or it must be that like, I just shouldn't be thinking this way. I just need to get, get rid of my stinking thinking. (laughs) Right. Yes. And no. (laughs) Yes. And no. Right. What if you process what you're feeling. What if you're like, yeah, this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. What if I'm wrong about that? What if every single time you see yourself having that thought, because it's going to keep coming up mm-hmm. until we allow it, process it and let it go. One of the things we haven't talked about, about buffering here, my little chart again, is that when we go here, we resist feeling the negative emotion 
And when we resist feeling the negative emotion, we make it bigger, more of a mountain, right? So what we're doing right now is we're actually making it more painful for ourselves, right? So this would be so much easier if I just took my supplements and didn't share. How do we allow that? Number one, we start with curiosity and compassion of self, right? For example, you could be like, of course I felt that way on that day. My good friend quit the products and I really wanted it for her. So of course I felt like quitting that day would be easier because I didn't want to feel the pain of my friend quitting. And I totally like just deserve a hug for myself right now because that, that felt not great. I didn't like it. It felt that defeat feeling. It just, where was it in my body? Fast or slow? What color was it? Noticing it, allowing it, feeling it again. And then asking yourself, being curious about it. But what if I'm wrong? What if it's harder to take my supplements and not share? I've literally tried to not share. I can't even stop myself. I'll be like sitting in a public place, listening to someone at the grocery store. And my husband's looking, well, I don't go to the grocery store. That's a horrible example. I just do delivery groceries. I'll be, um, I'll be somewhere out of my house, right? Maybe I'm at the elementary school. Maybe I'm at church. And I hear someone complaining about something. And Sean, he'll just like, give me the eye. And I'm like, don't say anything. In my head, I'm like, don't say anything, Emily. Don't do it. Just shh, shut up. It is the most painfully excruciating process to say nothing and not share. It'd just be easier just to be like, hey there. Totally eavesdropping on your conversation. You might not even be interested at all. But I was miserable listening to you over here talking about how you haven't been eating for a month and you gained five pounds. And I totally went through that until I found this little pink drink that I love. I could send you a sample if you'd like. And then she says, yes or no. Either way, I'm feeling miserable. Right. If I don't ask, I'm miserably uncomfortable thinking about this woman who just needs my stuff. Or I feel miserable for a second when she says no. Or I feel excited when she says yes. Or if she says no, I can still choose to be excited because like I did it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So Both are available to you is all I want to point out. Mm-hmm. And tonight you got to see what your brain did and what your brain is doing. And it's lying to you right now saying it's just easier if you quit. But is that true? Mm-hmm. Start to question yourself on that. Okay. Is that really true? Do I want to believe that? Of course. Like, and then when you're like, oh, see, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have beat ourselves up. Be like, oh, Of course we should have. That was a hard day. 
my good friend quit the products and I just wanted it so badly for her. So of course, that's how I responded that day, right? Compassion, curiosity, instead of blame, shame. Okay. And when we allow it and be like, yeah, I felt defeat and like totally had my back that day because I got to hide all day long. And that is exactly what I needed. And it's what I chose. Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot from it. And now guess what? Every time I hear that thought coming out of my, my head, this would be so much easier. I just took my supplements and didn't share. I'm going to be like, would it? Yes. Would it be easier? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it would be easier to not share. I actually think it's easier to share. And then start gathering examples and evidence of ways it's been easier to share. And then eventually you won't believe that anymore. And you'll hear someone else say it and you'll be like, I remember when that was my thought too. (laughs) But in a totally useful and beautiful way. Yes. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much for your vulnerability tonight. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for allowing me to coach you. I'm inspired by you. This was incredible. If you read the comments, people were just so blessed by you. So tomorrow we'll be here again. Our call is from one to two 15 mountain time tomorrow, Wednesday, same link, same password. If you can make it great. If not, you'll catch the recording. All right, guys. Uh, We are two hours behind Eastern time. So 1 p.m. Mountain time is 3 p.m. Eastern. All right, guys. Bye. Recording will be up on my YouTube in about 10 minutes. See ya. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.